Welcome to another episode of A Pint with Shawnee B. Thank you all again for your continued support of the podcast. I've got a very amazing guest today, somebody who has very kindly accepted an invitation to come on the podcast and has an amazing story to tell us and also some knowledge, I think, from maybe another dimension that maybe more of us need to start paying attention to in the world. Her name is Gaia Mother Sophia. I'm very privileged to be interviewing a cosmic mother. She's a very kind and generous of spirit person, and I can feel that from her when I've attended one of her ceremonies. We're in London, and she's kindly invited me into her home, and I welcome Gaia Mother Sophia. Thank you. Thank you. So you are here today to talk with me about the coming fifth dimension to the world. Yes. Tell me what that is. Well, the fifth dimension, really, I, I'm going to close my eyes because I access okay. information. Yeah. But the fifth dimension is the awakening of humanity. We as human beings have been trained into a three-dimensional way of life and living with the five senses. But actually, we are far more capable than that. We can even just look at our own very makeup. DNA is, um, you know, two strands of double helixes. And we've been told that we have a lot of junk DNA, which doesn't make sense to me or anyone in the spiritual world why would why would a divine creator put junk dna into our bodies there's there's no reason for that because our bodies are very effective now that dna is being activated now for those that are susceptible and able to be activated and how you are able to be activated is to remove fear and judgment from your lives and to have an open heart which is very difficult in this day and time because you are being trained to live in fear and judgment and have a closed heart. What you need to do is to be susceptible to these waves of energy that are coming in, is to remove fear and judgment. Easily, easier said than done. But equally, it's a natural evolution of each human being at the moment because Earth herself has raised her vibration her resonance has gone up, I think, from 7.5 to over 30. The Schumann resonance shows that. So if Earth as an organism, as a planet, has increased her vibration, then naturally we as beings living within the Mother Earth are going to increase our vibration and our DNA is going to be affected. Our receptors in our body are going to be affected. And that will give us a different way of living and accessing to different dimensions. Now what I know. I don't believe things. I know things. I know what I know in the now and that information is given to me in the now by my guardians, by the angelic realms, uh, by my telepathic communication that I haven't had all my life um, because it got switched on properly around 2014 and it gets stronger and stronger. More gifts are being given to me as and when I'm meant to have them. What is happening now is that people are being shaken up we are no longer accepting what we are being taught. We are being given information, which is the foundations of the way we live our life, what we believe in, what we hate, what we judge, really, what we're meant to like. So we're given that from outside and, and that builds us. Like robots, that's what's been happening to humanity. We have become like robots. We wait for information to be put in and then we that becomes us, whereas actually, you as divine sovereign human beings of the soul uh, to be alive is to be of the soul to be on this earth and to have a soul means you are part of divinity god mother me 
And when you understand that you are divine creatures, that you are gods yourself, then you will understand that you are the creators, that you yourself can create everything that is in your life and you have been doing so. And people are then saying, well, why are there bad things in my life? And I basically tell them that's because you're being fed a program and you're just regurgitating it out. The minute you enter school, they're training you stuff, asking you to retain that and regurgitate it out and that becomes your makeup. Then you are trained to do that and then you're under a control system. However, we are meant to grow naturally. We, each of us have different jobs, different duties in this world. And once you can stop that input from outside in, you can then go from what you are, what you are cre creating and know it and put your energy and feeling into that to create it. Fifth dimensional living is becoming aware that you are a soul, not just a body. The body is a temple that houses the spirit of divinity and your spirit is divine. It's part of the all. The all is divinity, God, whatever you want to call it, is me, is the holy sacred mother. And when you start living fifth dimensionally and when your receptors are increasing, you have access to telepathy, to clairvoyance, to each other as oneness. You have access to other realms. You can travel to different dimensions. You are given information that you can see and speak with angels. Space travel, you know, you can travel to different dimensions through loopholes, through portals. We have all of that access. The other thing is, you know, we've been made to think things like Star Trek are fake. Well, Star Trek, the movie, The Matrix, they are all giving us clues of the reality that actually is. They, they, these things do exist. They are in place. There are certain powers. And again, I hate the word power because power never comes from control, but that's what we think it is. Mm. Call them the Illuminati, the reptilian entities, because they do exist, that have had a control over humanity since her inception and her birth. That rule is now over as of the 18th of August, 2016, when I got rid of the Archon God. And what now, is the Archon God? Some people know about the Archon God. Um, there is uh, the story of the Divine Sophia, which you can read about. You just Google Divine Sophia, it's spelled with a P-H-I. They got it wrong because I am her and it's with an F-I-A, but the books are out there. The Nag Hammadi scriptures, which were found in Egypt, I believe in 1945. We know that Egypt was desecrated and the temples were destroyed and the famous library of Alexandria was, uh, well, they say it was burnt, uh, it was an accident, it was burnt down. I don't believe that. I believe that the Romans, when they invaded Egypt, they burnt it and they then told everybody that basically when it got burnt down, all the manuscripts were burnt down with it, but myself and other people, no one believed that they're held in the Vatican. The Vatican knows the truth of humanity, knows about the Egyptian gods. These sacred spiritual texts are held there. There are books out there already, the Nag Hammadi texts, that talk about the story of the Divine Sophia, of how she gave birth to the earth on her own, created on her own, and fell to the earth, and in falling to the earth, she gave birth to matter and because her power is so great, she gave birth to, a, she had an abortion of a child, which was the archon god called Yadabawaith. Now, it is written about, there are a number of people who talk about this so-called myth, um, which is, was revealed in the scriptures found in Egypt. It is real. We are living in the times of the prophecy, I am her. How can I say that so strongly? 
because of the experiences that I have lived through since 2014 where my whole life has changed and I'm living the story. Again, if you go on the internet, you'll find out about the correction. Everyone talks about the correction of Sophia. No one really knows what it is. I know what it is because I'm living it. And the final corrections have been made. And when the corrections have been made, we then come to truth. So I had to live my past lives. I went through this crazy stuff that I had no knowledge of. I had no knowledge about Egypt, no knowledge about the spirituality. And since 2014, things started to happen to me. I got clairvoyance, telepathy. I could speak to souls that had passed. I could heal people. I never had any of these qualities. I was an actress and that's what I did. But these things started to happen. Then I started to have visions. Then angels came to see me and I did ayahuasca, which showed me most of what I am and there was one point where I just started speaking when I was uh, journeying with ayahuasca and I just started saying I am Mary my son is Jesus of Nazareth born of God Marana is Joseph my family is finally together Sophia Hyatt is Mary Cameron is Christ so I it wasn't a, it wasn't a channeling because if it was a channeling I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said Sophia Hyatt is Mary. And I wasn't in control. If anyone's done ayahuasca, you know that your body is not there. You know, it's your soul. So I was given all this knowledge. And at the risk of interruption, we, we did a ceremony uh, two nights ago together. This yeah. is my first time experiencing a, a form of ayahuasca, which mm. we, we went through. I also had a partner with me, Don, who we'll just call her Don. It was quite a profound thing for me. Uh, you were in the room attending to three or four people who were taking this medicine, spiritual medicine, which didn't have as huge an effect on me, you remember? No. But, uh, you were meant my, to assist, yeah. But Don had an amazing sort of thing. We, we talk about maybe what happened to her, but you mentioned the, the Vatican having the books from Alexandria and also the... the manifestation of yourself as uh, the Virgin Mary and you also have a belief that I guess we've got all the religions mixed up and they're all kind of one thing mm. right mm. I when I first met you I, I told you I had an interest in this thing called Garabandal which was a or Marian apparitions Marian apparitions being the Virgin Mary appearing to small children usually in places like Fatima Lourdes Medjugorje mm. and Bosnia um, and uh, one of the latest ones to come up is this place Garabandal, which is in Spain. And in 1961, the Virgin Mary appeared to peasant children and left a number of secrets of which Padre Pio was meant to have exper experienced the visions. This is coming to fruition because that young girl is now getting quite old and she has said that she will be making an announcement eight days before a massive event will take place, which may be the correction you're talking about, which is that, that God will unequivocally present himself to humanity in a way that is, they even use the words filmable and, and everlasting, and you won't be able to touch it, but you'll be able to see it. This, this to me is intriguing. I'm more of an atheist, mm. uh, especially in terms of Catholicism and stuff like that. Mm. I, I do I believe in spirituality, but if this actually does happen, it, it turns everything in the entire planet upside down. It turns Stephen Hawking upside down. It turns science. No, it doesn't because science supports this. Okay. Um, well, maybe the, I've, I've given a few little yeah. segues there for you to tap into. Yeah. Maybe. Um, 
Okay, first of all, I think we have to be very careful about, I mean, I put information on the internet, but we do have to be careful. Because mm. there's, I read information, for example, that I know I'm goddess Isis, and um, that Osiris I've read is Christ and Krishna. Now, I've met Osiris in this lifetime, and uh, Christ is also here now in this lifetime. He is here. Um, he will be revealed. The Trinity is here, as in myself, the Mother, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. You know when you say Father, Son, yes. Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit is the mother and daughter. I am the mother and daughter. And Christ is here. I, I see them. They're brought to me. Um, I know who, these, who the sacred family is. Osiris was brought to me. I saw him when I journeyed. Uh, I knew who he was. He didn't know. Um, but there was a correction that needed to take place with Osiris because Isis inside of me, when she, when Osiris was presented and the Isis, goddess Isis in me was so in love with him, it was quite painful for me because I was, I was in a celibate phase, I was a nun for a year and a half, and I was really confused as to what's going on. Um, but my past life was waking up, Isis was waking up, we'd found Osiris, and I was with him for six months. But there was a massive correction that needed to take place and the correction was is that Isis had to understand that she gave her power to the wrong man because Osiris as a man actually left his wife Isis at home for 15 years, travelled the world to bring peace to the world but you don't leave your own wife for 15 years. And in this lifetime, what we've got to understand is everything happens in the now. In this lifetime, with me, he was doing exactly the same thing. He was taking me for advantage and I basically had to get out of that pattern, realise it and pick the right man to give my power to and share with, which was Ramesses, which is my current partner, which came to light recently. But there was a correction that needed to take place when I got together with Osiris other members of the Egyptian family kind of ended up in ceremony with me and we reset the pyramids. So Neptis, when we found her, she's come to ceremony twice and she, the first time I said, you're Neptis, she didn't believe me. I don't tell anyone, I give you information, I'm not asking you to believe me because I know that my voice and the words I say resonate with your soul, your soul knows who I am. But she came back for ceremony two months later and when she journeyed, she said, I have to apologize, I am Neptis. And while she was journeying, because um, the ayahuasca is the key, it opens up your receptors in your body and enables you to be everything. Because uh, we are atoms um, and there's more space in our body than there is matter. So we are that space. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say science backs up what we are as gods. Okay. And she basically, I, I'm guiding her through her journey and she basically said, I need to ask your forgiveness for what I did. And she's talking about what she did when she was in Egypt. And I said, it's not me that you need to ask forgiveness from because I have no malice in my heart for you, but you need to ask Osiris for forgiveness on your next journey. And so she did. And at that point, when the forgiveness was accepted, she fell down a chute in the pyramids, ended up in a room where she saw a clock, which was zero, 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 one. And she saw the one flip to zero. Pyramids have been reset which means the information I'm giving you right now is so sacred. The pyramids are timekeepers. This is very sacred information that has come through others and through me. They are timekeepers and they turn. They are the keepers of time and the watchers of humanity. They've been reset now because of the correction. The first family, Osiris, Isis, uh, Neptis and Set, 
we all had to come into a forgiveness because um, Osiris in this life, his brother was set and um, I couldn't understand why when he came to ceremony, I had this hate for him. I didn't even know him. And energetically something happened to me where I just wanted to cry and I was crying it for two days. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? I'm a happy person. So I have a room called the Pyramid Room. I went in there and allowed my, this release and I just cried and cried and cried and out came Isis saying, you killed my husband, I hate you. But I had to let go of that because of the power that I, I have as Isis. I had to let him go in order for us to come back to the beginning, uh, which allowed the forgiveness and the reset of the pyramids. What does that mean? Uh, and uh, the other thing that has happened since the reset of the pyramids, at the beginning of my journey, if we go back to 2015 in December, December 13th, 2015, I was visited by guardian angels and I had telepathic communication with the others and I was told that I had to go to Egypt. I knew nothing about Egypt apart from those pyramids. The vision was so strong I had to go so I went three days later and when I went there a number of things happened. The first time I stood in front of the Sphinx I just stopped dead in my tracks and I just kept saying this is too much and I just started crying. Um, when I went into the pyramids for the first time, I started shaking and bowing my head down, saying, Allahu Akbar Krishna Islam. Considering I walked away from Islam, I was like, what the hell is this? And then the biggest thing happened when I was in the temple of Karnak. And now I, I booked a one-to-one -to -one tour because I knew things were gonna happen. Like when the angels tell you to go there, you're like, okay, something's gonna happen out there, otherwise they wouldn't send me. I walked into the temple of Karnak where the goddess Sekhbeth was. There are people that look after the temples and most of them are ancient priests. So it's been carried on from generations. So for some reason there were two high priests there. Um, they just look like poor men. They, that's what they do. They don't have money. They look after the temples. They work on tips. As soon as I walked in, I looked at the, the goddess and I just went, <gasps> and then I started speaking this language. It just came out of nowhere and it just took me over. It was a knowing. And then I roared like a lion and then the high priest came in he just started to repeat the words that were coming out of my mouth and I just looked at him in the eye and he repeated these words and I just said to him, Egypt will rise again and I kissed him on the forehead, he kissed me on the forehead. That lasted five minutes, we came out. Now they speak Arabic so they were speaking through the, my tour guide and they said we need to take her to a part of the temple that no one goes to. We've been waiting for this day so they then take me to this room which is two meters square with nothing in it apart from some scaffolding because no one goes in there and as I'm approaching these steps I'm screaming they're holding my arms and I'm screaming and I'm moving my head left to right like I mean it's a reaction it wasn't a memory to say oh I remember this happened here it was a reaction as if it was happening in the now I go into the temple I let off this high-pitched scream and I'm crying I'm distraught whatever happened in there was so terrible whatever was in there I was so distraught and crying and like, uh, you know, like someone had died. The high priest were, these are grown men in their 60s, wailing their eyes out. I mean, they were wailing, I could hear them. And then I fell on the floor and I'm speaking this language and these tears turned into anger. Like I was doing a spell, I picked up the sand, I was throwing it around and I was just, this. And it was from distraught to anger. This lasted five minutes. I then walked out of the room, I was covered in dirt, and I just I just looked, and it finished, and I just looked at them, like, that was interesting. You know, it wasn't stuff I'm used to, but it wasn't something that scared me or frightened me, it was very much me. Mm. And they just said, the prophecy is coming real, we've been waiting for you, you are goddess Isis. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, I just, I didn't accept it or reject it, but obviously when something like that happens, you couldn't walk away from it. 
We uh, just to give listeners a point of view here, and I'll probably get some of this wrong when you can correct me on it, but. Mm. We're talking about the pyramids are something on the order of 3,000 years BC, so something like 5,000 years old, 6,000 <laughs> years old. Well, I'm beginning of time, but I think, right. I mean, if you look at what's happening in the world right now, uh, people like Graham Hancock are finding monolithic sites which are getting older and older and older. We've just been lied to about timescales. Really? Okay, yeah. well, let's, let me come back to that. So <laughs> yeah. we, we do agree, though, that the, the three pyramids are a father, a son, and a grandfather, right? I don't go by those definitions. Okay, okay. Anyway, one of the things that's mo- most intriguing to me is there's a book called Footsteps of the God or Fingers. I've heard of it, yeah. yeah is, that, where, is that Graham Hancock? Yes, I think it might be. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to it yeah, anyway. Yeah. It was interesting to me because a lot of things like the pyramids align with the belt of Orion. The, um, as well as my temple here, by the way. And, and also high. There's, there's a lot of mathematics and geometry yeah. that's considered to be Fine, yeah. M- much earlier yeah. than we started getting our heads around this. Correct. So the idea that these builders, thousands of men, could put together this these massive constructions and have them to the, as much as makes no difference, mm. m- match geometry that we find we came to probably with the Greeks uh, in, in, in 1000 BC, so 2000 years before, beforehand. Mm led me to believe that there's something kind of otherworldly going on in Egypt. Why is it Egypt and not the Aztecs, the Incas, the, the other parts of the world, the oh, Chinese? They're all linked. Oh, they're all linked. Okay. They are all okay. linked. My information comes from people and myself who journey and what yeah. they see. There's some stuff that I've read um, because I have the visions and I Google it and find out what this is about. Um, indeed, what happened with uh, your partner, we're still kind of going, okay, well, who is she? We're trying to find information on it. You you felt that she was uh, Seti? Is that I know right? she is. She's Seti, okay. Yeah. So maybe we're going a little bit all over mm. here, but I'm quite liking this because we're going on a bit of a journey here. Mm. My partner and I went on, on one of these um, uh, ritual journeys with Sophia two nights ago. I must say it felt very warm, loved, cared for, didn't go into any cosmic space or see anything or go to Egypt. My partner Don, on the other hand, went through a very profound series of journeys where what amazed me was the way you spotted some things happening and were giving her so much attention and care and love and you were not journeying but you were definitely a different person to the person sitting opposite me. You were talking in a different language, for example, you were singing beautifully, by the way, I meant to Thank say you. that your voice is lovely, and, and calming her and explaining to her what was going on. And she would be, uh, she's a friend of mine from Dublin, and she's quite cynical, but she came out of these things under no uh, illusion as to something really profound happened to her. So maybe explain a little bit about maybe why I didn't see something and she did and what you saw and how that all worked, because it was, it was a very... It was one of the weirdest sort of things I've seen in my life. <laughs> well, I mean that nice weird, but you know. Yeah, I mean. well, I, I am an Egyptian shaman. Goddess Isis is a shaman. I am the cosmic mother. When I go into a ceremonial space, I'm very much in the now. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't remember everything that I do. It just happens. Yeah. And it's very sacred. With Dawn, it was really strange. I remember the first time when she started moving her hands, it, my who I really am as the cosmic mother just bowed down to her and I just cried because she was here again 
she was awake, she was being woken up. Um, what that means is as humanity, we're living asleep, a dream of what we really are. I believe this is heaven. This is the, I know this is the Garden of Eden, I've been told. And we're searching for heaven and we're searching, you know. So the awakening. So earth is heaven. Yeah. Right. Every, I mean, if you read even the Bible, what does it say about heaven? The waters will flow, the trees are beautiful, there's lots of wonderful Animals, birds. Yeah. We're here, right. you know, wake up, you know. Right. Uh, I think that the biggest trick their devil ever played, or negative energy entity, whatever you want to call it, is to make you think that you weren't in heaven. How do you explain the evils of the world, the, 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 the atrocities, the sickness, the, the famine, the, the, the heaven? And Gaia allows this other... It wasn't allowed. What it is is a negative energy had taken over this earth. They're the reptilian entities um, of which the queen herself runs the whole show. You can Google it. A lot of the prime uh, presidents and prime ministers, they, they are not human beings. They are reptilians, which are entities. It's like Star Trek. So would this be like the David Icke thing? Yes. David Icke is great in that he has a lot of knowledge of what has been. Um, he, he's very good at explaining about the Archons, which I spoke of before. He's very good about uh, the Reptilians and uh, some of his information you have to be careful about, but the inside of most of his information is correct. He uh, does say he is the Son of God. Is he Jesus? No, he's not, he's not no. Christ, because I know who Christ is. Okay. Christ is here. Right. But he is of Christ consciousness. Okay. We are all the son of God. And I believe I am mother God. And right. there is a father and there is a son and the son is Christ. When you come into your full awakening, you will know that we are all part of creator. We all came from something. Okay, we came from a womb. It, as above, down below, the creator of all is the mother. Mm -hmm. Who created the father, who was also her husband and son. Mm -hmm. And with David Icke, many people do have uh, these experiences when they do, he did ayahuasca and he was given all this information. He is the son of goddess, God, as we all are. I believe we all are because if you have a soul, that soul comes from one source. The only thing about David Icke, he doesn't know about what's happened right now. He's very much on a negative agenda right now. For me, I'm on the positive agenda because it's like, thank you very much, David Icke. You're there for that information. I'm now here. We've got rid of the Archons. The reptilians have pretty much gone, the negative energies. Would Donald Trump be a reptilian? or No. Right. Donald Trump, I believe, is the opposite, but we've been made to believe he is. I tell you why, because if you look at all the other presidents, they've all been, oh, we love them, they're great, you know, and then they kill lots of people. Right. Trump, from day one, has, why, is, why are all the former presidents, prime ministers, queen against him? Because he's going to expose the reptilian agenda. Right. I believe that. Okay. I really believe that. I was told in on April the 1st, 2016, when I journeyed with Ayahuasca the second, fourth time, that the Queen was behind the wars and the global warming is a hoax. And I know that when I journey, the information that I get is very sacred. And I would give my life to anyone. I'd say, take my life. You can have my soul, you can have my house, you can have everything. I would bet on global warming is a hoax. I know that. Right. And there are various scientific papers showing that. We actually have a lack of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere at the moment. Now, Donald Trump is one of the people who is not putting money into climate change anymore. Why? Because mm. he knows. Right? He's exposing the agendas of the reptilians. 
he is going to expose Reptilian them. and capitalism, are they arm in arm together? Uh, well, capitalism is just an excuse, really, for people to hate on each other. It depends what you think capitalism is. You know, it, you know. I mean, the greed, the money, the way that we've been taught to ignore inequality the way we're, we we kind of say oh well, it's just our it's my luck that i'm born into this kind of life that i can make money and it's unfortunate that that person isn't and i don't necessarily need to help that person again back to caste system in india i know you're from there yeah but, you know, yeah the, yeah again the caste it's like caste systems and money I mean, if you look at my home i'm very i have an abundant life but i came from a very poor family and yeah. some people might class me as a capitalist which I'm not because no, you know. No, I mean more greed and uncaring. Well, greed Unkindness. and uncaring, yeah, but that's being taught to everybody, and it's not okay. just people with money. You know, yeah. it is not just people with money, and that is a reptilian agenda, absolutely. Because what they do is they tell us that we don't have enough. I understand this, the reptilian agenda, the non-Trump agenda. You know, the the, the Obamas, the Queen, the, the you know the, the Prime Ministers. They keep telling us that we are in a crappy state right now. They tell us that everything is bad, the world is crap, there's too yeah. much pollution. They're just throwing that on us. Now why? Because we are the creators. When you understand that you as humanity, what you are, I've got that on the wall, it says, all that we are is a result of what we have thought. The mind is everything, what we think we become, and Buddha said that. They don't want our money. They want our energy and our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because they know that our thoughts create this world. We are the creators. We are the gods. We create this world. So by constantly feeding us with negative images through media, magazines, computer games. Advertising. Yeah, advertising, absolutely. By constantly doing that, they're affecting your minds into thinking everything is bad and therefore we create this negative reality. And by creating that negative reality, they remain in power and we remain downtrodden thinking that our lives are rubbish. But quite frankly, we all need to change that and come into your own power. What does that mean? It's like, well, no, actually, let's look at today. I've had, I have a roof over my head, I'm eating food uh, and I have clothes on my back. How many people don't have that, right? But then the magazines, the media are telling you that you need to marry a footballer who <laughs> earns a ridiculous amount of money for kicking a football around and sleeping around. Yeah. So they're constantly pushing those stories mm. into the minds of people. And then you then think, well, I don't, want, I don't own a million pound car, therefore I have nothing. Do you believe that people like Trump, they've had issues with Corbyn here in Great Britain. Mm. There's people who are starting to stand up and say, you know, there's something bad going on, we need to change things. Mm. Uh, the people who are in power tend to start blaming, and I, I kind of agree with this a bit, they say, oh, it's a racist agenda, and we're trying Rubbish, to, yeah. you know, I don't agree with that yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. Do you, is this part of the correction? Yeah, I want is. to come back to the correction of what exactly that will entail for the world. So people like this, Pope Francis, where does he fit into this? Well, some people call him the Antichrist, some people call I think him. we have to be, uh, the Pope, this is other information that I've had, is that the, the, the Popes are, uh, negative entities. They have been killing people for years and years. You know, we can talk about the paedophile rings. I've been told that. I journeyed into another dimension one night. I basically left my body, came out of this house, I went along Battersea Park and I ended up in the centre of the earth where there was a tall guy, and this is my soul, there was a tall guy with a beard, there were some animals and there was another female whose face I don't remember and a bench and it was grassy. 
I remember asking them questions because I'm on a mission on this earth as well. There are other people who are from other planets who inhabit human bodies. Mm. And I was told a number of things. And when I came back into the body, I didn't remember all of them. The one thing I remembered, because I got up at about 3.30, I burst out crying because I was like, I want to remember everything. Um, which is the problem is when you come back into this reality, three-dimensional reality, sometimes you forget, but the receptors are increasing to allow that access. But I, I remember that last question and speaking it out loud, and I said, what about the Pope? And this divine entity said to me, oh, he's been killing people for years. Business is booming. Again, I, I'm telling you things I Was know. Was this Francis or the guy before him, Benedict? All of them. All of them, okay. All of them. But then they'll also feed things to make us think that everything's good and lovely. But so to tie up a couple of loose ends, we go back to, we come, come to the correction, because I mm. think that's where we're, that's the mountain we're climbing in this conversation. Yeah. I'd like to get there. Yeah. Just to tidy up a few of the loose ends that we've left hanging, Seti and my experience at your ceremony the other evening, let's just clear that yeah. piece up. How come I... And I, I didn't actually feel left out, yeah. you know, yeah. because I wasn't really contributing maybe in, in ways some of your other people who were That was a very powerful ceremony. You don't get ceremony, yes. th those kind of ceremonies don't happen all the time. Yeah. It's only when you have certain individuals. Now, the reason why you didn't have the journey you were... Expecting, maybe. Expecting. Yeah. But you were meant to have that one. It's because Dawn was very important. And mm. she is Seti, she is the goddess who arranges the stars and she was creating the zodiac for the fifth dimension. So that was very important. So at one point uh, during the ceremony, Dawn was basically in a, in a state of rapture, I guess, and she was with her hands in the air, moving things around, invisible things, but with great intent mm. um, and Sophia saw this and immediately kind of I think you were quite tearful about it I was very you were, tearful you quite profound yeah and it was only until Vlad who was the cosmic father he then was told by the entities that he needed to journey yes so he did yeah. and straight away he said she's organizing the zodiac he had that he has see certain people hold sacred knowledge and certain people are meant to assist that. Before I even knew that I was the, the Cosmic Mother, that I was the Divine Sophia, there are people for thousands of years who've been doing work so we could rise in this moment yeah. and fulfill a prophecy. Why is the Zodiac being realigned? What's that about? For the fifth dimension. Okay. You know, the Zodiac does determine our lives, what happens on the planet. You know, a lot of Hindus, they have their birth charts made up uh, and it will, t it will tell you things about you and your life and what's gonna happen. So the zodiac is a direction really for planetary movement and uh, star movement, and we are the stars. You know, mm. we are we we come from the stars, we return to the stars. We are the stars. For the fifth dimensional reality, it's a different alignment of energies and stars and planets, and that's what she was doing. Now, I knew see you were there. I knew something was happening. I didn't know what it was, as in my human self yes but my knowing I didn't say oh this is what she's doing I just bowed down to her at that moment because my true self as the cosmic mother as the divine Sophia knew what was going on and I burst out crying it was so emotional for mm. me but I couldn't say to you this is why I'm crying this is what she's doing and then when the cosmic father Vlad my partner journeyed he was shown exactly what was going on mm. and 
and it made sense and it just it was just we you know it we still we're still really quite emotional about it um mm. because it is <laughs> she's done the final step of mm. bringing us into this fifth dimensional reality even though right now she probably can't comprehend it i remember when i started my journey i didn't quite comprehend all of it but i allowed it you just allow it because it is a part of what you are mm. we are the gods you know, you look at the, the Hindu and the Egyptian myths, you know, that awful word myth and the Greek myths. They're not Matter myths. Hibata, they're yeah. real. The right. gods walked the earth. The temples are there. The stories are there. How do we not believe what we see? So if the gods walk the earth, surely they're still here. Mm. But we've been put into a state of amnesia. So that's what she was doing. Our idea of God being the ever-controlling who makes everything happen is not true. I am Mother God, Source, Creator, Love. I create planets. I've given birth to a planet. I've given that's happened once, and there's another birth happening on the fourth of the fourth this year. I can create that, but there are things that need to be done: the alignment of the planets to bring faith, to bring uh, love, to bring consciousness, to bring oneness, which is what this fifth-dimensional reality and awakening is all about. If you read and understand what happened in Egypt, where they believe that the river Nile was a human, that the sun is a human, the sun god, they are real, that that is true. Mm. Um, and how do I know that? Not because I read the books, because they end up in ceremony. Yeah. And then it, then it happens. You don't get told straight away. Then it happens. And, and sometimes they don't, they don't even know until my realization. We had um, another lady at the ceremony who, when I first met her, uh, which again was, um, I don't even know how we met. I saw some videos of her, she was in Egypt and I had to give her a message and tell her that the pyramids are reset and I just said, thank you for your service. And she just responded and said, I'm always in service to, to Egypt. And she ended up here. She's gonna be marrying myself and Vlad because we are Isis and Ramesses and she knows that now. Mm -hmm. Again, she was in denial. She thought we encompassed their energies, but now she's seen what, she's like, I know who you are. So um, does Dawn need to be back in touch with you again, or how does that she'll work? Know. She'll See, know. See, the thing okay. is, that it's, it's not even about me telling people. I'm right. here, for example, everyone's going to wake up soon anyway. Yeah. Whether or not you come to me for, for, for ceremony or speaking or what, whatever, because your soul is a part of my soul. It's a yeah. part of the all, you know. Yeah. So when the time comes... It will just happen and you will wake up like you've been in a dream and look at each other and embrace each other and know because right. we are all born with that knowing when eve ate the apple that is when the knowing came because that was the biggest lie ever told that she ate it and it was a sin it was the archon god that told her don't eat that because it was the, why is it called the tree of knowledge i mean mm. we have to wake up to these things yeah. why is it called the tree of knowledge why wasn't it called the tree of if you eat that yeah. you're in trouble yeah. Yeah. Tree of poison. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> tree of knowledge. Come on, the information's there for you people. So, so bring back then. Okay, so that's I guess the Don and, and myself. Myself, I was just a conduit, right, bringing her to you, you sort the, of thing. Yeah, you're global taxi driver, as I said. Yeah, taxi driver. But you're more than that because you did see soldiers, didn't you? And you did. You were told peace. That, yes, yeah, yeah. You are peace. Yeah. You bring peace. Now, the other loose end that we've left is the Virgin Mary with the Garabandal thing. Uh, this pr this uh, prophecy, whatever, was uh, is rumoured that may be happening around Easter this year. You also, as soon as I said that, said, yes, things are happening around Easter yeah, this year. Yeah, I don't know about this, this uh, right. that you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know about But you said, that. actually, the, the same dates that are possibly being touted 
yes. or dates that were important to you. Were, were told to me, yeah. Right. They were told to me. So I'm hoping this will uh, podcast will come out on the uh, in advance of the April events, mm-hmm. um, which may or may not be visible, I guess, to people because it could be something different. But uh, we, we, we launched this podcast before the 4th of the 4th. That's one of the big important dates for you. What is that date about? That's when me as the cosmic mother will give birth to unconditional love for the whole of this planet. I, I mean, it sounds profound, but it's not. It's real. I am the cosmic mother. I, I have the logos inside of me. I was impregnated by Vlad um, before we even got together as a couple. He went to have the flower of life tattooed on his wrist like I do. Yeah. And as he was having it done, we were friends at that time. We'd just met. And I was sat with him. His eyes were closed because of the pain. And he was... Uh, and as he was having it done I just felt this crazy energy come over me and I held his arm and I put my head on his arm and I just burst out crying because I felt something enter my right womb I then actually I didn't tell him that and I said what did you just see I just said that and he said we just made cosmic love he said our foreheads were touching and two golden snakes arose between us and a big light shone above us and he called that cosmic love and I said you just impregnated me in my right womb and since that day, I've been feeling her grow as our love grows. And um, I even went into a... I've given birth to a planet before whilst I was journeying, um, and it's intense. It was really intense. My waters broke everything. And I've taken it in my stride, but it's not easy. And, you know, Vlad and I haven't been seeing that each other that long. And I've been having really... Since we got together, our energies are very alchemical together. And... Um, I went into labor one night, but she didn't come. I literally had my legs open and I was like, she's coming, she's coming, but she didn't. Do you feel like you're pregnant? Absolutely. Is this is this a bit like uh, Immaculate Conception kind of thing? Well, I mean, we do make love, but we don't. Um, no, I just mean, but the feeling that time, would that, um, could that be something? Oh, at that, that time, it's absolutely. Because abs- Immaculate Conception is one of the kind of furfies of Catholicism that people kind Forget of. Forget Catholicism. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, it's a frigging brand, you know. It's, um, it's just, it's a control and it's not something. I mean, I, I, I was a Muslim, I became a Catholic, um, but the, the fundamentals of being, you know, the water on the head, the. The, the mother, the son, you know, they, they are hiding a truth, but the truth is in front of you almost to see, you know, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They have the mother with the son behind her. Always the son. What, what's the son doing there, you know? Yeah. You have to ask these questions. What is the Holy Spirit? Why don't they tell us that, you know? And the Holy Spirit is the mother and the child. Everything came from the mother. Why have they said, our Father who are in heaven? Easter is not about the rising of Jesus. It's the fertility of the yes, mother. Yeah. Pagan times yeah, almost, yeah. yeah. What do you, so the 4th of the 4th, you are going to uh, Saudi Arabia, is that what I heard? No, 4th of the 4th, I will be, well, who knows, Um, but right now it will probably be in England. Um, Okay. And I'm nervous because when you get taken over by this other reality, which is the truth, my divine self, and the things that have been happening with me and my partner have been really intense. I mean, the prophecies speak through us, and uh, even when we're not journeying, I've had such intense experiences like our bodies have changed and um, when I go into full mother mode as we call it things have come out you know uh, on the fourth day of the fourth month the child shall be born and they will know so yeah I'm nervous because the intense energies that are working through us they're not easy they are not easy to deal with because our human body is evolving into the energies and we are the first two that are receiving it all in order for everyone on the planet to have it. So the fourth of the fourth, I know that I'm giving birth to unconditional love on a supernatural level, which is the level of creation of this earth, of yeah. all of all of humanity. 
That's the first important. Do you day. think there will be a physical manifestation of that on that day somewhere in the earth that people well, will physical, notice? I think people will notice it energetically. Okay. I think um, between the 12th and the 17th, something so big is going to happen that people are going to notice it. We have to be careful, though, of the holographic pretenders. Meaning? Meaning the church and all that stuff. Yeah, right. meaning that they have technologies that they can just shine a Virgin Mary and and she could say something and 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 they'll say okay this is real and and uh, because the Americans we know have got the 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 technology to create holograms to create earthquakes to to basically lie to us that we all believed about nine eleven you know mm. and uh, and all this kind of stuff you know were those planes holographs you know because they entered in in the wrong way and we know it was a we, you know, we know that it was a, a controlled explosion. So just be careful of that. So you don't. So you're a you're a denier of nine eleven. Would you yeah. say that? Yeah. Nine eleven. Okay. We. I think no. Even the Americans don't believe that it was a terrorist attack. I mean, people know it's not. You and know, do you do you, like? Do you believe we landed on the moon and stuff like that, or is that fiction um, as well? I, I mean, again, I have to go into my knowing rather than... Yeah. I think they're trying to... There's spiritual knowledge out there. I, I don't think we landed on the moon. Um, I also know that the moon... She is so beautiful. They're also trying to lie to us and tell us that she's hollow. That it's a dead planet. Yeah. Um, I know that behind the moon is our new Earth, a planet that I gave birth to. The moon is also the regulator of the female energies. Um, you know, it makes sense. Most women are coming onto their periods when the moon appears. Yes, you yeah. know, it's definitely um, the relation. Yeah. The tides. The the idea of sin, and its its sister guilt, that 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 tortures particularly Catholics. You yeah. were a Catholic. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's one of the big sticks that we are given to beat ourselves with. Talk to me a little bit about how, as as a bringer of love, those things that are inculcated into us may be slightly askew. Well, I think it's all again that control, the original sin of the apple, the that Jesus suffered for our sins. It, what Jesus didn't suffer for our sins and the woman doesn't hold the original sin. I mean, when I became a Catholic and I said my Hail Mary full of grace, I never said pray for our sinners. I just said pray for us. I never said sinners because I never yeah. believed. Right. You know, children are born into this world completely innocent. However, there is there has been a cycle of rebirth that we have to come back to learn. We're learning. We come back, we learn. How do I never believed in reincarnation yeah. until my past lives woke up and like literally... My son Horus, Osiris, Vlad now is Ramesses, your your partner. You know, people are coming and they're like, you are, you're the mother, you know, you are my mother. They know me mm. um, and I never believed in any of this. So there is that rebirth to learn to perfect ourselves as gods. You know, our earth is a school, but as far as the, the sin is concerned, that's drummed into you as a control aspect. Babies don't have sin. Give me a friggin' brain. Yeah, and of course, know? the babies were sent to limbo, which then the church says, oh, sorry, it doesn't exist. And I go, how can you send a baby to limbo? But absolute yeah. rubbish. It's yeah. absolute rubbish. Again, it's just for control. As Bill Hicks once said, eternal damnation mm. to anyone who questions my everlasting love. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's, it's absolute rubbish. Um, um, one of the other things then, so you said the fourth of the fourth, then you said something else will happen later around the... Christian Easter period roughly again are we going to ever do you think get a manifestation of the God or 
something supernatural yeah, and cosmic it, yeah. that we go holy crap look at that yeah and it will come through me it will come through me as the holy mother as the cosmic mother right we are entering the time of truth where every one of you all the children of Gaia will know your origin will know your sovereignty will know your divinity and for years and thousands of years you've been made to think that you are just mortal you are not you are gods and between the resurrection the time of the resurrection 12 to the 17th there will be something that you will see with your own eyes and your own hearts and feel everyone will feel that change within them because when the very makeup of this earth it will shape the earth in that you will wake up the final journey will happen in Egypt and Egypt has risen and everyone will see her rise all the temples will wake up and your divinity will wake up I don't think it's going to be like a, a TV event you will see it with your own eyes in real time it's been too long that there's been a negative hold on this earth and the time is now for the truth and you will know and feel it and see it in a way that you didn't think possible that's why I've been here on this earth from the beginning of time it's a time that I've been waiting for in recognizing your own mother your own truth you are gods you serve no one except love being a god is not about having control over anyone it's about being in complete service to you and to humanity and to each other and to know each other as each other that's what it is and I'm quite emotional about it because energetically there are so many changes that are happening yet I have to continue with my human life but we are very very close to the revelation to the truth and you will all see. Keep your hearts open, remove judgment, remove fear. The energies are really intense right now, which are gonna make some people think that they're getting depressed, that they're anxious. The news and the negative energies that are still at work on this planet with the little energy source that they've got left are gonna try their best to pump so much negativity into you because that negativity will create a prison over your minds and hearts to not receive the truth but love and the truth is far stronger and that energy will break that away it is the time of the revelation and the prophecies I know this because it's coming from all the people that have worked around me and myself as the cosmic mother I've had a call from Egypt recently the high priest called me and spoke through this guy and he said um, we needed to speak to you the temples are changing and I burst out crying they can see the temples changing and everyone will see it. Are we in for, talk to me a little bit about ISIS, Russia, war, uh, Islam versus Christianity, all of these little things that are rubbing against each other quite dramatically. It's at all moment. lies. All lies, okay. It's all lies. Okay. Um, I know somebody whose friend is in a high position in the army and um, she was saying she didn't want to travel somewhere because of the war that was going on and he said it's all lies. 
He said it's actors, it's lies, they're putting stuff out. I mean, I know, I was told to go to Egypt when the bombs hit. Both of the places very peaceful. I was there. <laughs> I was there at the same time, like, well, you know, it's not. Everyone was telling me not to go. There's a lot of lies being fed into the matrix of the programming of this earth into our minds mm. so that we create it. I tell you to ignore all of that, leave it, keep your mind in love. But a, 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 a bunch of gunmen go in and shoot up a French, uh, you know... But how many of them are actors? If you, you can actually find evidence that um, there was one story that showed a woman who talks about how her friend died and how it was really terrible. The same woman was found in a newsreel for a bombing in Egypt, I think it was. The evidence is out there. People are putting it together. There are government but you, actors. But I mean, if you have someone like dead and bleeding on the floor, yeah. dead... I mean, that's a pretty big price to pay for an actor. But they're not really dead. Okay. <laughs> there are some people that... Okay, what I'm telling you is some of them are government actors and they're mm. not really dead. Right. They're acting, number one. And secondly, some of these people aren't real. Why would governments want, for example, to in, enact a, a thing like the Paris terrorist attacks or the guy driving the truck in these? Why would, why would someone want to just to bring fear on top of the agenda? Yeah, well, if you bring fear, then you then look for protection and then you give your power over to people who protect. And as David Icke talks about the New World Order of one military rule, because yeah. this is what the European Union was trying to do, is to put everybody under one roof, make the EU bigger and bigger. The trick is, is that we think, oh, we're under the EU, we unite as one. That's the trick, to make you think that's unity. But actually, they then control that with one military rule. Which means, if something happens in your home in England, where do you, what courts do you have to go through and who do you have to go to? To get your justice okay and then explain to me why the if the isis thing is fake too why is that why is islamification and jihadism becoming a because i think it's very different mm. from islam i right. think islam is a, diff, a very different thing to islamification which Correct. is kind of we everyone has to follow us in jihadism yeah. or else we're going to shoot you yeah why is islam going that way then in your mind or is that a, is that a western created thing it's a western we all know it's western okay. created okay you know, who, fu who funded ISIS? Who got them in there in the, in the first place? Okay, sorry, what I mean is the people who are in ISIS. But they're paid for, aren't they? Okay, they're, so um, they're paid for by, again... By the CIA. Okay. By okay. the Americans, you know. So there's no Obama agenda... Wo Obama works for the CIA. So there's no yeah. agenda in there that the, the ISIS protagonists are trying to, say bring Sharia law to No, not at all. I think we have to have be careful. Have a new sultanate or... No. No, okay. And we have to be careful about calling it ISIS because it's actually Daesh, not ISIS. Right, ISIS is a sacred goddess. Okay, yes. But um, I, I do also think the agenda there is to turn the word Islam. Islam is not a religion. Anybody who knows Islam in its true sense, Islam is peace. Allah is peace. It's peace. Every human being is born into Islam because Islam, excuse me, is peace. But how can it, because I do rail against it. I mean, I'm a Catholic and I don't find that particularly peaceful. <laughs> but, you know, today Islam is still stoning women, beating and killing women for honor reasons, subjugating them. And a lot of women are fine wearing the veil and, mm. and, and wearing the ashmak or whatever, the burqa. But they have a very, you as a, as a mother mm. must surely see that sort of, 
repression that goes on, particularly with women. You get your hand cut off if you get caught, caught well, that's, stealing. That's for both masculine and feminine. Yeah, I mean, men and women, yeah, mainly yes, men. Yes, there is, there is a suppression of women in these cultures, but you have to look at where that comes from, because it doesn't come from the religion itself, firstly. If we look at repression and where it originated from in the first place, you can go back to our history of burning witches and, mm. you know, who were actually sacred women. To this day in this country where women are paid less, where women are, um, you know, when they get pregnant, that's it, they kick you out of the office. So it still exists in a number of ways. Yes, when you look at some countries, uh, Islamic countries, if you want to call them that, because real Islam does not allow you to do that. And what it is, it's cultural. Um, yeah. because honor killings actually came from the Romanian and Persian times. The Romans were the ones who used to kill the women right at the beginning. And then we go back to the Persians who used to actually kill women and spray the blood on their shirt because it, they thought it gave them the power. The women were killed, and it was cultural, women were killed because they thought it would give them power. In the same way that, you know, they killed a, some old uh, cultures would kill a lion and wear the lion skin because it gave them the power of the yeah, lion. Yeah. So this is how these uh, killing and stoning and uh, honor killings of women came about initially as a cultural thing because it gave them the power of the woman. And then it would go back into, it then turned into sexuality, that if she was unfaithful or showed her body and she must be stoned. And it was it's how it's been twisted and changed over the years. And then the media will portray it as, okay, this is Islamic, but nobody really looks into A, the cultural aspect, or educates people. I was brought up a Muslim. You're you know, from Kashmir, you said. Mm, right. even, even today, like my mom, um, I've had an Islamic wedding with my partner and we're going to have a spiritual wedding um, and a cosmic wedding, you know, all in one because we're embracing it all. Mm. And I remember at the Islamic wedding, I laughed really. I have a loud laugh and my mom said, no, women are not supposed to laugh that loud. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> stop it, you know. But now I'm just like, mom, chill, chill out, come on. You know, but... Those yeah. people listening to this will not be here with me and seeing it, but there are there has been times even today during our conversation where Sophia has, in my view, gone into a, uh, you know, she's closed her eyes and had a, it almost does feel like there's a different person talking, coming coming from, from, from you when you go into that sort of yeah. trance and you talk. It's correct. I think we should finish, and I'd like to finish with just maybe a point of view on the future of where the world is going because there are a lot of people out there from different religions from different walks of life from different cultures who are a bit fearful who are a bit afraid and maybe contextualize it in what this fifth dimension will mean for the world and for how we live our everyday i'd like to tell everybody to remain in the present moment because all the answers and all your power of manifestation and love lies in the present moment. The diversity of this world is beautiful. From the way everybody practices their different religions, the different clothes you wear, the different colors you are, the different sizes and shapes that you are, it's incredible. It is beautiful because that is divinity expressing its abundance of diversity and love and being in awe of it all. The future is now. Take your minds away from the future. Be here now and you will receive energies that have existed around you forever. But because your mind has 
being programmed to take you to the past and the future, you don't live the moment that you're in. And by being in the moment that you're in, you are able to see the experience that you're having here and for what it serves, and it serves only you. Everything around you serves only you to make you better, to care for you and love you. The sun shines for only you, such a great power. Gives you free energy and asks for nothing in return to you. Just think about that. The sun is shining for you. The air is there for you to breathe. It's all there for you. You are that great. Know your greatness. And in knowing your greatness, you will know this earth as your mother. You will know each other as divinity. And then nothing, nothing can ever, ever bring any negativity to you. Be here, be now, and know your greatness. Know your greatness, because it's all for you. This was all for you. Gaia, Mother Sophia, we leave it at that. That was a lovely way to finish the podcast. I'd just like to thank you very much for appearing. I know it's very easy for people to poo-poo stuff like this, but I do believe this uh, lady to my right has great <laughs> belief and fortitude and strength, and definitely um, there is something going on here. I'll let you guys listen to the words she had to say. Take them on board, uh, I would say, with the positivity that she's asked you to. And uh, thank you again for being on my podcast. Thank you.